You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season two, episode number 16. The battle for the Cubs' fifth starter heats up. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter and Instagram, and Fly the W on Facebook. Or you can email Crawley and I, Fly the W670 at gmail.com. Crawley, happy Thursday to you. One day closer to your trip to spring training. Yep, cannot wait. Should be exciting. So the uh, Cubs have got games underway since the last time we've talked. They've played another split squad doubleheader, and that one happened on Monday. They lost both games, but there is some good that comes despite a couple of losses in inter-squad and split-squad type games. Yeah, and, you know, they played their split squad game on Monday. They lost to the, uh, you know, they played the Guardians at home, and they lost 12-4. to you know, when the lineup comes on, sometimes there's just names that you pop out and you want to kind of see what's happening. So for me, I, at the Guardians game, it was Master Buani, uh, Ian Happ, obviously, uh, Trey Mancini, uh, Edwin Rios, and Matt Mervis. Those are the guys that were in the starting lineup that I was kind of really looking at. And, of course, obviously, Jamison Tyone. We've heard so much about him. Big free agent signing. Uh, you know, he, he looked pretty good in his first outing, and he debuted that much-talked-about sweeper slider that's been going around the camp. Uh, first inning looked great, but he ran into trouble in the second, giving up a single, getting a ground out, but then giving up a two-run homer to Roman Quinn, who had himself quite the day. Uh, after giving up another hit, his day was done after he uh, hit his pitch count. Uh, the Cubs offense came alive on the third with back-to-back doubles by Mike Talkman and Jonathan Peralza, single by Miles Mastrobani, and a two-run double by Ian Happ to put the Cubs up 3-2. Uh, but the wheels came off in the fifth when Rowan Wick came into the game. Our guy, Rowan Wick, our guy. He's back. He walked the first batter he faced. He got (laughs) Stephen Kwan to ground out, gave up a single to Gabriel Arias, walked Josh Naylor and David Fry. So back-to-back walk to load the bases is never a good thing. Now, should have gotten out of the inning. I'm going to give him that, so I'm not going to throw that on Rowan Wick. There was an error on uh, Miles Mastrobwani that caused everyone to be safe, and then – after that, there's a sack fly to make it 5-3, to three, and his day was done, but the line didn't look pretty. And then Peyton Remy came in, and he gave up a home run to Roman Quinn. I told you to remember that name. That was home run number two, five RBI day. That made it 8-3. to three. Um, Adbert Alzali was roughed up for two runs, as was recent Cubs acquisition Julian Merriweather. So, you know, Master Buani happened. Mancini all had the hot bat that day for the Cubs. Bryce Ball interesting guy to kind of look at he's a first baseman he was acquired in the jock peterson trade he went two for two with an rbi matt mervis on the cold end went 0 for three with three strikeouts and uh, edwin rios was still looking for his first hit so again you look at these games you look at the positives you don't freak too much out about the negatives um you know and, and it was interesting because i would say that when, when after the game tyone talked about it it's just the pace you know what i mean it's kind of seeing these guys kind of getting used to it you know it's one thing to hear about it it's another thing to do it in a game so i think it's going to be fine i'm not too worried about it um yeah because it works both ways right i mean it's gonna as much as the pitcher has to get back into into a rhythm the 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 batter has to get into a rhythm as well right and some of these guys are real creatures of habit as far as their every time they get into the box what they go through so this i think is going to be kind of a chess match where both sides are going to you know have to adjust to these new rules Yep. And so, you know, I think it's going to get better. And it, it, like I said, it's good to see. For me, I've just watching Happ and Mancini. They've really been looking pretty good all spring. Very so. good. Right. Mancini. Yep. Yep. 
So over at Salt River Field at Talking Stick, uh, when the lineup came out, you had Nico in there. You had Swanson, Hosmer, Velasquez, PCA, and Brennan Davis. That was the game I was super excited about, but there was really no offense. So as a pitcher's duel, the Cubs lost three to nothing with the D-backs scoring all three runs in the bottom of the ninth. The Cubs only had two hits in the game, one of them coming off the bat of David Bodie, who continues his heart stop, his hot start. Now, as disappointed as I was in the offense, the pitching looked great. Caleb Killian, you know, he, he came up, he looked really great, and then kind of struggled a bit. I guess he had some tendonitis in his knee, but he set all six batters he faced down with two strikeouts. Jeremiah Estrada, we've had him on the show. He was throwing heat, 98, 97 miles an hour. Cam Sanders, uh, rel- related to Scott Sanders, Scott Sanders' son, former Cub, he oh. went two innings and threw some filthy pitches. So hoping to see him up at Wrigley this year. You know, with, with these young guys, it just comes down to control and not throwing walks. You, you know, you cannot give up the walk, and that's going to be even more key when you see all these guys trying to steal bases with these uh, bigger bases. So you just Great can't point. do it. But, yep. Great but, point. But, Sanders really, like I said, has some good stuff. So, you know, it, it was, you know, the hitting didn't not much happen, but but pitching wise, good to see those guys out there. And and I think one of the big things is that the Cubs, especially last season, just had nobody that could throw heat. And and now I'm starting to see more and more guys, you know, just kind of some flamethrowers in there that really are impressing me. So, you know, on Tuesday, the Cubs traveled to AmFam Field of Phoenix. So apparently AmFam bought the rights in Milwaukee and in Phoenix to face the <laughs> Milwaukee Brewers. Wisdom was scratched for the second game in a row. Kevin Alcantara, um, he was uh, one for one of the Cubs' Cubs top prospects made his debut, as did James Chiantos, who played for Wisdom. Magical was playing third, and Mervis was in the game for Master Buani. So... You know, some names in there, but for me, the ones I was looking at was Kevin Alcantara and James Triantos. Now, Smiley got the start, but he spent a lot of time in and out of trouble. He gave up five hits and two runs in two innings. Of those five hits, three of them were doubles and one was a home run, although one was hit pretty hard but lost in the sun by Alcantara, one of the doubles that, you know, you maybe take that one off, but the ball was still smoked. So smiley absolutely didn't was not comfortable with the pitch clock he talked about it a little bit afterwards just saying he always thought he was a fast worker and then all of a sudden once that clock's going he kind of felt like uh oh so you know he definitely felt rushed but you know smiley's a veteran you know what you're going to get out of him you're not really worried about um the one guy though that really impressed me in this game we had him on the show i absolutely love this kid ben brown he came in and faced seven batters he gave up a home run to Rowdy Telez because that's what Rowdy Telez does. But his stuff looked really good, and he was hitting 97 on the gun. So that kind of goes back to that theme of being able to throw some heat and missing some bats. So that was exciting, but the Cubs' offense continued to look sluggish. Their first hit didn't come into the fifth when Kevin Alcantara hit a base hit up the middle. In the top of the seventh, Matt Mervis doubled to the left field wall, so he got off the schneid there. And Nelson Velasquez hit a two-run homer to pull the Cubs within three to two. That's as close as they would come. Uh, an error in the ninth led to an Abraham Torres three-run homer. Um, the Cubs would lose 6-3. to three. But when you looked at some positives out of this, and we're going to talk more about this in the third segment, Nelson Velasquez went two for two with the two-run homer. Matt Mervis and Brendan Davis came in late, but both of those guys doubled, and Kevin Alcantara went two for three. Um, Again, the bullpen is really, there's some pieces in there that really interest me or guys that are going to set up later on um, a lot of depth. Ben Brown, I mentioned, Mark Leiter had another good outing. 
Ben Leeper is a guy whose name that really kind of, you know, he's going to, I think he's cup fans are going to get to know him. Denise Correa. He, he, you know, he gave up that three run home run, but again, you know, or it was, a, I'm sorry, you know, yeah, he gave up that three run home run in the ninth, but the error didn't help that situation either, but he's a guy that was throwing some heat, you know, 9,900 miles an hour. So these are guys that can throw And And in today's game, you got to have heat. You can't just have a guy that just is nibbling on the corners. You got to be able to go at it and crank it up there. And especially, you know, they're talking about with the pitch clock that you have less time to kind of, you know, get yourself back up and ready to throw it at maximum velocity. So the more guys that you have that can do that, especially these young guys, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world, right? Um, and I think, you know, going back a little bit there, Crawley, I think Smiley is going to have to get used to things, but I do believe he'll be able to figure it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried. Like I said, the first time you're going through this, and, and we've tied a lot of the minor leaguers on the show, and talking to a lot of those guys, you know, when they had first had to do the pitch clock, all of them were uncomfortable with it, you know, for the most part. You know, when you think about a guy like Kyle Hendricks or Marcus Stroman, naturally fast workers, it's not going to bother them. But, you know, for guys that may, especially, you know, obviously guys that work slow are going to have a hard time. But guys in the middle that are right on that border, those are the ones I think that are going to be affected the most. So I think that all in all, Smiley will be fine. Everyone's going to kind of get used to this. Uh, Wednesday saw the Cubs back at Sloan Park with a lot of their projected starters playing, including the return of Cody Bellinger. He was out for a couple of days under the weather. Um, Hayden Wesniski, your guy competing for the fifth starter spot was on the mound. Not and anymore. So, He's not competing anymore. Crowley put he, him in, he, pencil him in, pencil him in. You can pen him in as far as I'm concerned, but at least, at least David Ross. Okay. At least pencil him in. I, I, I would say that there, there, you know what, you're, you're going to keep watching and, and it's, it's, I'm very curious to see how this whole spring plays out to me. You know, you have a couple different storylines going in there. We've talked about third base, uh, the fifth starter spot, and we'll talk a little bit more in the third segment about right field. But, you know, th- that competition for that fifth starter spot, don't count out Javier Assad and definitely don't count out Caleb Killian. And, and Hayden is doing nothing to, you know, like you said, you know, he, he absolutely has his hat in the ring. So, you know, there's going to be other starts. Let's see how everybody does. But, uh, you know, he looks sharp. He struck out four giving up one hit walking one i like that he worked around a leadoff double in the second inning you know and, and the offense finally broke out scoring five runs i i was surprised jan gomes had a big two run double. yeah you don't expect we'll take much that from, from him yeah we'll take that uh morell and nico drove in runs and ian hap was hit by a pitch with the bases loaded you know i don't want to see that in spring training no. look like like look like he uh is okay but you know, it's, uh, you know, that's the thing about spring training, Dustin, is you sit there and you look at this and you want guys looking good and you want guys coming out of it healthy. You don't want to see guys getting hit by pitch. So No, and I'm sure that wasn't on purpose. It's just one that got away. There was nothing there was nothing malicious about anything like that, no. but it's something that you got to worry about, absolutely. You know, you got to come out of this thing at the end of the month fully healthy. Now, the Mariners got two runs off of Ruanus Alias, and it, to me it seems like the Cubs are giving him a good long look. I don't think he's going to be taking a fifth starter spot, but he's somebody I think that they want to kind of stash in the minors in case of emergency, break glass, a guy that can do long relief. He had some really good numbers in winter ball this year. Um, But he's a guy that, you know, just it seems like they're very curious to see what they have with him. Now, Nico Horner didn't have a hit if you looked at the box score, 
but that was due to a base running mistake by Nelson Velasquez. Um, so, you know, just learning moments here. We've talked about it, Dustin. My biggest concern for this team compared to last year, and I know they're different teams, obviously, the 40-man roster. I think they said 15 new guys on the 40-man roster. A lot of changes, but base running has got to be cleaned up. And so, you know, it, it ended up going in the box score as a fielder's choice for Horner. But but Nelson Velasquez got caught up between second and third and, and got caught, you know, at third. Um, and so that was the issue. Bodie one for two. And, and you know, gosh, David Bodie's had a lot of injuries, Dustin. It's It's been all sorts of goofy injuries. Shoulder injury, I think, was one. He had an ankle injury. He hasn't been healthy for a while. And I looked the other day at his numbers. The guy has absolutely fantastic – for whatever reason, he loves hitting in spring. Maybe – you know, maybe Arizona wants to pick him up and, and sign him. I what is that? The know. high, the high sky, right? It's the high sky out in Arizona. Is that it? Whatever it is, but but he is looking really, really good. And then Cody Bellinger, his first day back, he goes two for three. So I know you had to have been excited about that, Dustin. And Morrell had an RBI single. So you know, since the last time we talked, one win, three losses. Um, but, but again, you know, you, you have some, you know, good things happening, especially on the pitching end and it's, and it's going to be the hitting. end. I think that we're going to be kind of talking about all season long is, you know, where are they going to get their runs? You, you can't have guys going into prolonged slumps like that. And, and people are going to hitting with runners in scoring position and base running are really going to be the keys, but you know, it's spring training. We're not freaking out about anything and, uh, see what happens. For a little more uh, Cody Bellinger, Crawley, just want to promote our buddies David Haw and uh, Bruce Levine inside the clubhouse Saturday. Cody Bellinger, a guest of theirs. I'm not sure on the time, so pay attention to uh, the Twitter accounts, but Cody Bellinger Saturday inside the clubhouse on 670 The Score.